is AM 1430 CHKT Fairchild Radio In every can of Guinness there's over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget the widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. It was Christmas Eve, babe, in the drunk tank. An old man said to me, won't see another one. Sang a song, the rare old mountain dew. I turned my face away and dreamed about you. God, I'm the lucky one. Came Years from beginning, so happy Christmas. I love you, baby. I can see a better time when all our dreams come true. Christmas Day 
Now, yeah. good morning, folks. Welcome to Keologus Crack. Oh, there it is. We've the big been promising song. that now for a while. That kicks off the Christmas thing now. The chamber night last night was, was great. And uh, once the chamber night happens, it's kind of official Christmas then it for is, me. Yeah, you know? yeah. oh, and yeah. that song was performed last night. Could we call it a performance? I don't think you could even call huh? it. But Ronan Clossy uh, would be famous now for that. It was his worst ever rendition of... I think it was the piano fella that threw uh, him off. He didn't know what he was if doing. If you were yeah. there last night, now you know what we're talking about. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Very he good. did his best to... to uh, to, to make yeah. some the damage head, control. They're heading the two of us now today. It's hilarious. Huh? So listen. You didn't do the hair up anyway this morning. What's that? You didn't spend much time doing your hair up this morning. No, huh? I didn't. No, there isn't a whole pile of work there required. So listen, um, let's get right into this now. Yeah. I have a fellow on the line here now. You're going to have some crack with this. Uh, Conor McGregor is fighting Jose Aldo tonight in the MGM Grand down in uh, Vegas. Right? Yes. And there's a couple of lads that we've sent down to do a little bit of a, you know, little bit of re- re- reconnaissance, right? Massive expense to cure this crack here. Anyway, a Tipperary fella and a Mayo fella, a fella from Ackle, down in some hotel room in the back end of the MGM Grand. And they're going to give us a little bit of an, an update on what the atmosphere is Brilliant. like down there and what kind of odds we could get. Con- Donny, are you on the phone there? Yeah, I can hear you, lads. How's things? Oh, Come great, on, great. All right, let's get straight to it now. What's going on down there? What's the crack? Oh, it is savage. Unbelievable stuff, Mark. Well. We were in the way in there yesterday and what, about 20,000 out of it, I'd say. Go away. Yeah. Unbelievable. There's Irish everywhere and half of them haven't got tickets. <laughs> <laughs> the usual. <laughs> but the heads are good today, you can imagine. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. We're, we're hanging here now a little bit as well. I appreciate the sponsorship you settled down, by the way. Oh, no problem. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no problem. The check is in the mail, don't it? <laughs> So yeah, come here to me. Who's with you there? There's a fellow. Irish everywhere. Like, is unbelievable. A, a fellow from Ackle there with you, is there? He is, yeah, yeah. He's here beside me. And where are you? Are you staying in the MGM Grand? No, we're staying in the Cosmopolitan, just right, right across from us. The Cosmo. Look at you, huh? Yeah, yeah. Nothing but the it. best. No, only the best for Ackle Island, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, I'd say that now. Will you be draped in the tricolour now tonight? Absolutely. I have it here hanging over the chair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And with the, the Irish jersey on as well. Because oh, it's all over the place. Half the city is green at the moment. I'd right. say it is, yeah. Now, so what's what's the uh, what's the story here? Is he going to be? Is he going to win this fight? Now, are you a follower of this thing, Donny? Do you know what you're doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I watch him all the time. Well, he hasn't cut out. He has, he has work cut out for him now. Yeah. The guy that he's fighting is uh, is unbelievable. Serious fighter, undefeated. You know, but like he's once, 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 he lost once. He lost once, yeah. And. Um, so McGregor really he needs to be tough his game for sure. But right. he has the confidence and he he can do it, you know. Robbie reckons what? Third round inside three, yeah. Inside three. Inside three. Is there good odds on that? Uh, not good odds. No, uh, McGregor is uh, two to one favour. Oh really? Wow. Oh yeah. my god. Actually you'd put you'd put a grand on it anyway, wouldn't you, Robbie? Oh, well, I've more than that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, man, there's, there's $500 chips around the room here, like Cadbury's button. <laughs> 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 exactly. Well, you're able to gamble, I tell you that. <laughs> if you're going to be a bear, be a grizzly bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and there's a, there's a couple of other Irish lads fighting as well, is there? Um, no, not tonight. No, there's a... A guy from um, from the same camp as McGregor. Uh, he's an Icelandic guy. Ah, uh, he's fighting. But um, there's a lot of Irish support for him too. His name is Gunnar Nelson. Yeah. But there's a lot, you know, because he he, say, he fights out of the same camp. There's a lot of support here for him. So. Did you uh, did you happen to see the uh, the thing? There's a thing floating around on Facebook there, Donny. I don't know if you saw it or not. This um, 
the uh, the 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 Irish fellow who started singing to the to the to one of the fighters tonight, one of the feet. Holly Holm, I did see it. Yeah, I didn't yeah, see it. No, yeah. uh, you have to check it out no, now. It's priceless. Yeah, yeah, you can't beat the Irish. Deadly stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a great atmosphere down there. Yeah. Uh, sorry. There was a great atmosphere down there. Is there? Phenomenal. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Good man. I think the fight tonight is going to be like a home fight for him. There's that much support in the arena for him. It'll it'll be, uh, and I think he'll say he'll get a lot of gas out of that for him. Great stuff. Great stuff. Yeah, even the, did you watch the weigh-in yesterday, Mark? No, I didn't get to see it. Give us the give us the scoop on the weigh-in. Unbelievable. The place was wall to wall. Irish flags everywhere. And they're all singing Ole Ole, the whole shooting gallery, and you never beat the Irish. Like it was <laughs> unbelievable. This was the weigh-in. Yeah. <laughs> As I said, they said 20,000 travelled from Ireland to it. 20,000? Oh my goodness. Oh. 20,000, yeah. They, half of them don't have tickets. Like, they just came over for the... For the, for the crack. Sport. Yeah, <laughs> and a few, a few scoops. The Irish pub was busy early yesterday, wasn't it? Which pub did you go to there now? The, the Nine Irishmen. Did you go in there? It's called Nine Fine Irishmen. Oh, there yeah, you go. Yeah. That's the one. There was good ones added to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I bet. It was 11. <laughs> Ah, uh, good stuff. It's a good job we weren't doing this interview at about three o'clock yesterday. That's all I have to say. <laughs> I can say I can say the same for for the other way around too. It's a good thing we weren't interviewing you this time. <laughs> well, listen, lads. Thanks for doing this and um, uh, enjoy Juan yourselves McGregor, down there. I don't know. I, I, there's one part of me that'd like to see him get an old puck. You know? No, no, an no, old no, slap. No, 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 no. Huh? He deserves a kicking, but let's, let's hope he doesn't, you know? Ah, uh, yeah. I right, listen, have great crack tonight now. That's great. All right, boys. All take right. it easy. Thanks. Thanks for doing right. it, Tony. Be good. See you, lads. Cheers. Bye. Good luck. How about Deadly. that now? The boys down ah, in Vegas having a bit of crack there in the in the room. Oh yeah, the town will be painted green down there. That's good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Oh, deadly. And uh, poor old Port Leash, they lost to uh, Ballyboden St Enders last week, and uh, some poor fella lost. Uh, like he had a kick between the posts to finish the game. Will they, will they take him in for the operation on that they foot might, now? They huh? might. Yeah, no, it was not, need to. not good at all. And uh, at the Chamber event last night as well, just a bit of a big shout-out now, we met George Chevallo. Yeah. Boxer. Or he met us, right? He did, yeah. 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 Anyway, he you was had very, your photo taken with him and everything. Complete gentleman, yeah. Good, yeah. Well, of course, along the lines of the bit of boxing and the martial arts, so it kind of yeah. tied in nicely with tied that, didn't in, it? Tied in, He yeah. was at a big boxing match at Maple Leaf Gardens or something, somebody was saying. Was some he? event. There was some event oh, there right, last night okay. when he popped into PJs. Sure. Everyone goes to PJs. Isn't that a supermarket now? Maybe it is, yeah. Some upstairs, I think. Oh, Isn't there right, okay. some arena or something like that, I think. Um, and uh, on the rugby front there, Connacht had a massive win last night yeah. at the Duke sports ground. Seven yeah. for seven they are at home now. Wow. And the uh, top pool one in the Challenge Cup. 25-10 they beat Newcastle Falcons last night. Yeah. And Ulster had an amazing win over Toulouse. No one was giving them a chance. They beat them 38 nothing. The hockey. Huh? Huh? Five tries the run in. Savage. So. Savage. Savage altogether. The Euro draws on today. Yeah. We won't have it here because it, it's on, I think, when we finish the show. So. Yeah, we could get some savage draws there now. Yeah, that we could, could be, be interesting. Really bad. But yeah, looking forward to that now. And uh, John O'Shea is making a bit of a landmark. I think he's only the 32nd uh, lad to make his 400th Premiership appearance. 32nd person? Like soccer player? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Irish fella, anyway. The hockey. The Irish. Yeah, are you sure about that? The though? Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <coughs> uh, is he, he's going to captain Sunderland against Watford today, so good for him. Very 400 good. appearances, that's deadly. Well, those games have started now already. Well, let's get another And your fella, Jimmy Vardy, or Jamie Vardy, he didn't score last week. No, so the your end man, of the run, uh, Jimmy Dunn, the Irish fella, 
his record will will stay. Yeah, it's yeah? not getting a lot of. It's not, unfortunately, because yeah. of course this whole thing with the Premiership, right? They're only saying it's within the Premiership, but it's football is football, right? Sunderland are losing one 0 just. Ah, so that's know. too bad. Yeah. That's too bad. And um, a shout out actually to the IPOY, uh, El yes. Presidente, Mr. Cormac Monan, mm-hmm. heading home for the Christmas. We yep. saw him there last night. Absolutely. If you haven't got your votes in there for the Irish Person of the Year, and you don't have to be picking me and Mark every week now. Yeah. All right. So pick some other people. Tired. They're tired of counting the votes. Just IPOY Toronto at gmail.com, and it closes December 31st. So yeah. you know what they say. Vote and vote often, right? <laughs> vote, vote early, vote, vote yeah. early and vote often. So uh, Cormac would love to get your uh, your votes into that. So uh, do that, folks. Um, we have a couple of things on the show today. Uh, Ken McGugan, an author, uh, yep. will be joining us today, and also uh, the announcements for the uh, C and E Eamon O'Loughlin Scholarship Award. Sean Higgins will come on and announce uh, the winners of that, and uh, that's all good. Very good, yeah. So we met a lot of people down there last night. There was some uh, Galway girls down there we met. We might have to give them a, a call, them. A, a wake-up call today. Yeah, yeah. I don't think they'll huh? be out of the scratcher yet. You don't they? think so? I don't Maybe think so. Maybe before we finish the show, we'll have to give them a wake-up call. Yeah, yeah. Jesse and Sinead and Ruth. How do you even uh, remember their names? Huh? That's, it's brilliant that you Shana remember. Shanna and Kate. Kate oh. pulls points down at the Galway Arms if you're ever in there. Oh. She said Charlie Foster is her favourite customer. Go away. Yeah. Go Not Charlie Fox be. now. <laughs> Charlie <laughs> Foster. <laughs> He must tip well, Charlie. Uh, I'd say huh? he does, huh? He must tip well, yeah. Very good, good stuff. All right. Well, well, we got a bit of music here. Do we? And then we're going to come in with a bit of news. But uh, there's this song here now. It's called Christmas in New York. And it's a young fella called James Dell. Ooh. And I uh, highly recommend you listen to the tu- this tune now. I guarantee you, none of our listeners have heard of this. The crying, will we? Because he is from Abbey Leaks. And ah, decided come to on. leave Abbey Leaks about eight years ago. His dad was a singer in the town. And he's living in Los Angeles. There wasn't right enough. Now. There wasn't enough room for two of them in the town, was there? Not he had to yeah. leave. Anyway, listen to this. Christmas in New York. This is James Dell. Have a listen. I'm moving to New York City. This old place it drags me down. You and I on the Empire State Building. We're not looking back, we're looking down Times Square and Grand Central Station I love the snowflakes caught in your hair Look 
just like Elvis. Hey, baby, are you lonesome looking for me? I love you more than you'd ever know. Let the bells ring, let the band sing its Christmas in New York. Let the snow fall, hold me closer. It's Christmas in New York. Wouldn't it be nice to say this could happen every day? The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. All right, fresh back from his uh, devastating performance over there in uh, in Europe, Storm Desmond is back and he's in Sober Island, Nova Scotia, bringing us the news. <laughs> Thank you very much, gentlemen. And uh, yes, back from wreaking havoc there on the Midlands and ra- lashing rain down on the country. Thank you, folks. Uh, thank you, guys. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that have been making headlines in Ireland this morning. Our top story this morning, what's in it for me? Those are the damning words uttered by a County Monaghan councillor as he appeared to seek a bribe or, as he put it, quote, sterling on the table from a businesswoman. Unfortunately for Hugh McIlvaney, formerly a Finnegale councillor, the businesswoman was really an undercover reporter for RTE Investigates in a sting operation which was aired this past Monday. The reporter claimed to be representing a wind farm business, only to be told that 10,000 British pounds sterling was needed to help with planning issues. However, in a later interview with Shannon Side Radio, McIlvaney said he was set up, and even went so far as to say that he knew he was being set up, but he wanted to, quote, lure the reporter into his, quote, trap. McIlvaney was the Director of Elections for Fine Gael TD Sean Conlon in 2011, and Conlon himself 
has resigned from the party in recent weeks after he was charged with an assault at his family bar. Another politician caught up in the sting was County Sligo-based councillor Joe Queenan, who has resigned from Fianna Foyle after he was filmed offering to act as an intermediary for the company in return for an investment in an agricultural business he was planning. Queenan has said that he will not resign his seat. He apologized during an interview on Ocean FM for failing to complete his statutory declaration for 2015 correctly, but said that he too had been, quote, set up. Meanwhile, yesterday, Donegal County Council voted in favour of a motion calling for the resignation of Councillor John O'Donnell. The independent councillor had been filmed saying that payments could be made to him by way of a third party. O'Donnell said that RTE had, quote, entrapped him as well. But the motion passed unanimously without a vote. O'Donnell did not attend the meeting. The show also looked at all business dealings by the Republic's 949 councillors, 166 TDs, 60 senators and 11 MEPs. It found that two TDs and two senators did not disclose that they were company directors in their declarations of interest and that two more TDs had failed to disclose properties they owned. In crime news this morning, some audacious crime stories to tell you about. The first was a brazen robbery that took place during an evangelical church service in Dublin. This past Sunday morning, a man wearing a balaclava and carrying a sawed-off shotgun entered the Compassion Centre in Dublin's Ballymun neighbourhood during a service attended by about 70 worshippers, including children. He ordered the faithful to lie down on the ground and then stole many of their belongings, pointing his gun at the head of some people and shouting before fleeing in a getaway car that he stole from one of the churchgoers. Then on Monday, criminals wearing fake money transfer service uniforms driving a cash-in-transit van made off with more than 60,000 euros in cash from a food wholesalers in an industrial estate in Dublin. The two criminals duped staff into thinking that they were from the G4S security company. A short time later, the criminals crashed their vehicle, a replica G4S Mercedes Sprinter van. The men wore G4S uniforms and produced authentic-looking identification, according to the Herald. Nothing seemed amiss even after the real G4S men showed up some three hours later and were told that a van had already picked up the money. It wasn't until Wednesday when the money failed to show up in the company's bank account that they knew something had gone seriously wrong. In medical news this morning, an elderly Irish woman refused to accept treatment from two doctors because she claims they were Muslims. The woman was at the Tala Hospital on Tuesday evening and had initially been seen by a female consultant wearing a hijab. Asked by the patient if she was a Muslim, the doctor replied, yes, at which point the woman asked to be treated by a different doctor as, quote, she did not want a Muslim involved in her care. A second consultant was then called to treat the woman, but he too was refused by the patient because he was also a Muslim. The Belfast Telegraph reports that the daughter of the patient then took to a Facebook group called Anti-Islam Ireland, where she praised her mother for having, quote, the sense to know enough not to allow a Muslim to treat her. Though the second doctor, a man, attempted to speak to her and address her concerns, he was told that, quote, surely it can't be too hard to find a non-Muslim consultant. Tala Hospital confirmed the incident but said that the woman had not been refused treatment after the outburst. No patients were denied appropriate treatment this week, a spokesman said. The hospital guarantees the free profession and practice of religion, quote, particular for members of staff, and that the hospital, quote, expect patients to respect these values of fairness and equity, too. This week in Irish history, Erskine Childers, President of Ireland from 1973 until his death a year later, is born on December 11, 1905. On the same day in 1977, Belfast women Mairead Corrigan and Betty Williams accept the Nobel Peace Prize for their cross-community peace work. 
There are many other Irish people honored this week in years gone past with Nobel Prizes. On December 10, 1923, poet William Butler Yeats wins his own Nobel Prize for Literature, while on the same day in 1998, Ulster Unionist Party leader David Trimble and Social Democratic and Labour Party leader John Hume jointly accept their Nobel Peace Prize awards for their work securing the Good Friday Agreement. And in, the, in another note from history, in the early hours of December 6, 1921, the treaty ending the Irish War of Independence is signed in London. It gives the 26 counties a degree of autonomy from Britain. And there you go, folks. That was the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus, who are boasting about their December sales to Ireland. Grab a deal to Ireland this month. Fly to Toronto, fly from Toronto, rather, to Dublin. Round trip from $639. Travel select dates from January to March 2016. Hurry, book. Make sure you book by Thursday, December 17th. Fare is per person, air transportation charges, taxes and fees are included. Restrictions apply. Now you're up to date. Now I'm off to the Santa Claus Parade in Lanark Highlands in Lanark Village. Starts at 1 p.m. If you're in the area, drop on by. Now it's back to Toronto with Kyo Lagos Crack. So until next week, folks, Slan go foil. Again, Kathleen Across the ocean wide and wider To where your heart has ever been Since first you were my bunny bride On the road have left your cheek I've watched them fade away and die Your voice is sad whenever you speak And tears bedim your loving eyes will take you back, Kathleen To where your heart will feel no pain And when the fields are fresh and green I'll take you to your home, Kathleen
When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 The Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. Very good. All right. The Galway Arms. Go in there and see Kate pulling pints down yes. there from Galway. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, look at on the line we have uh, a, a famous author, Ken McGugan. He's written over a dozen books now, yeah. and he's written his latest one, Celtic Lightning: How the Scots and Irish Created a Canadian Nation. Wow. Good morning, Ken. How are you? Hi. Good morning. I'm well. How are you? Not so bad. You're just back from tour in the book, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. I've been back and forth across the country. Um, out to Calgary and then down to Halifax, I and mean, with uh, quite a few stops in between. And you're meeting lots of Irish and Scots now on your on your travels. Yes, indeed, uh, I'm getting a great reception from uh, from from all of them. That's great. I had a chance to read your book now. It's it's fascinating altogether. It's really good, and uh, very relevant, I think, in these times too, especially with everything that's going on around the world and the Syrians all coming here, isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, it, it does address the question of, uh, of, of who we are and uh, traces our ancestry uh, back to uh, well, those immigrants and, and beyond, uh, people in Ireland and Scotland, the great heroes, particularly of Ireland. Uh, you know, uh, people all like uh, Michael Collins and the great O'Neill, uh, Wolf Tone. Yeah, they're all here in the book. Yeah, you do a, you do a great job cat- capturing all of them. Uh, Thomas Darcy McGee and, and the likes as well, right? Yeah, Thomas Darcy McGee was, I think, the, the biggest, uh, biggest surprise for me. Um, you know, I, I, you learn a lot more when you go in and start researching these people, but I thought, you know, he was just another blowhard politician, but I learned <laughs> that he was, uh, well, a tremendous visionary and intellectual, and uh, he has not got the recognition that, uh, that he deserves. You know, people talk about John A. Macdonald being the irreplaceable man, and certainly he was important, but I, what I argue here in this book, what I suggest anyway, is that Thomas Darcy McGee was uh, also an irreplaceable man, and if he hadn't been assassinated, I think Canadian history would be very different. Yeah, I found that quite fascinating there in, in the book, uh, how, you, how you covered that off, and uh, almost suggesting, too, that uh, Macdonald wouldn't have been the same guy without McGee. Well, no, I, uh, I don't think so. I mean, certainly uh, McGee was the one who brought uh, Nova Scotia and New Brunswick uh, into Confederation. That wouldn't have happened if he hadn't gone, uh, gone down there uh, to, to the Atlantic provinces, well, what were then colonies, and uh, made a wildly successful uh, tour of those parts. And, um, yeah, he, he, he uh, you know, fought for uh, minority rights as well and installed that. Uh, in uh, the, you know what we now know as the Canadian Constitution, 
Um, and going forward, I mean, uh, the things he, I mean, he, uh, he, he, he was, uh, you know, he really fought for, for, for Catholic rights in Canada. And I, I think that uh, Louis Riel uh, would, have, would have ended up very differently if McGee had, had still been around. Interesting, yes, yeah. And you're saying that uh, there's about 9 million uh, Celts, if you will, Scots and Irish, uh, claim heritage here in Canada? Yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's over 9 million. And if you actually look at it, so the population of Canada is 35 million. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if, if you take away uh, most of those in Quebec who kind of identify themselves as a separate nation, you're certainly looking at more than one-third of Canadians who have a Celtic heritage. So, and, and uh, the Scots and the Irish both arrived here early enough uh, in Canada and, and in sufficient numbers uh, to, to make a profound, uh, have a profound effect, a profound uh, shaping influence on, uh, on the Canada we know today. Yeah, it's, uh, that's great. And I mean, I certainly as, uh, as immigrants here, when we meet uh, Canadians, they're, they're always reminding us that they're, they're of Irish descent, to some, some part of them anyway. So uh, there's no shortage of that. No, there isn't. You know, the thing is, uh, and, and when people arrive, uh, wherever they come from, people aren't blank slates. I mean, we all bring uh, something from the old country, wherever it may be. And uh, I guess I'm making the case here that it's true that geography, Canadian geography, ends at the Atlantic Ocean if you're going east. But our history, our ancestry, uh, keeps going right across the ocean. It's like genealogy. We don't stop and say, oops. My, my, my grandfather arrived here in 1907, so I guess that's where my personal history ends. We don't do that. We go back farther, and I'm going back farther in the book and celebrating the great heroes and, and heroines uh, who, uh, who, who did ultimately affect the people who came here and so continue to affect us. That's great. And you cover off five values in the book? Yeah, I go through independence, democracy, a pluralism or diversity, um, perseverance, and uh, audacity. And I find them, uh, I, I think Canadians share all those values. And looking back, I find that both the Scots and the Irish, who were, of course, originally one people, both of them, well, they developed separate parades of heroes and heroines reflecting those same values. So to me, they're, I, I see them as coming together uh, again here in Canada, uh, it's, it's like two separate traditions coming together. It's like you, you, you bring together two wires, and boom, that creates a spark or lightning in this case. So that's, that's how, how I get the, to the title. Wonderful. Great stuff. And so let's tell people now how they can get a hold of this uh, wonderful book, Celtic Lightning, How the uh, Scots and Irish Created a Canadian Nation. Yes. Well, actually, it's available in just about... Uh, any bookstore uh, across the country. It's, inv- it's also available online, you know, Chapters Indigo or Amazon. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's widely available. HarperCollins Canada did a great job of uh, putting it together, and, um, and they've got it in all the bookstores. So uh, it's as easy as wandering down to uh, your nearest bookstore. Excellent. Well, if it's not Heather's pick, we can say that it's uh, Ken and Mark's pick for sure for Christmas. <laughs> 
<clears throat> yes, indeed. Thanks very much for that. Well no done, problem, Ken. Ken. Good man. Good stuff. And uh, you also have a website, KenMcGugan.com. Yes, yes, indeed. And and I, I I have a blog section in that site where I I keep uh, I, I keep things updated. So and I had I did a lot of traveling in in Ireland and Scotland, and I, you know going back farther, I write about that. You know while I was re- researching the book. So yeah. There's lots there on my website, kenmcgugan.com, uh, as you say. Great stuff. Well, done. well, listen, thanks a million for joining us this morning, Ken. Well, thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. No problem ah, at all. That's great. Yeah. Have a great Christmas. Okay, you too, eh? All the best. Very good. Good luck. Bye-bye. Good man. Very good. good stuff now. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Pick that one up, Celtic Lightning. All right. Good read. We'll actually give away a copy of that book now. If you send us an email, we might send it out to you for Christmas. Ken at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And yourself. We'll send you out a, a copy of Ken McGugan's book. the one book. you read? No, I wouldn't do that, no. Okay. <laughs> Get your fresh copy. Your tea stains would be on my one. <laughs> you wouldn't want that. Uh, listen, uh, you know, we talked off the top about being down at the Chamber Christmas party last night. I want to say that uh, Anne Quinn did a great job there. She was yeah. making sure everything was running smoothly down there. And uh, they, as usual, took care of us all, JP and uh, and Rob down there behind the bar. So well done to those folks. All right, very good. All right. I suppose it'd be a good segue into Will You Go, Lassie Go. Uh-huh. Huh? There you go. How about that? Deadly stuff. Right, come on, we'll get a bit of music here. The summer time is coming And the trees are sweetly blooming And the wild mountain time Grows around the blooming heather Will you go, Lassie, go And we To pluck wild mountain time All around the bloom and heather Will you go, Lassie, go I will build my love above By And around it I will place All the flowers of the mountain Will you go, Lassie, go And we'll all go together To Pondine Mountain Time All around If my true love she were gone I would surely find another To pull wild mountain time All around the blue mountain 
For over 12 years now, the Belfast Lounge has been the go-to place in Mississauga for great food, great ambiance, and a traditional Irish welcome. Located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton, Colin McCullough and his staff will be pleased to welcome you to an Irish bar and restaurant that evokes memories of some of Ireland's great classic pubs. You can choose your spot at the bar, dine in the comfortable restaurant section, or just stretch your legs in the cozy lounge area. The cuisine of Executive Chef Colin is renowned, whether you are dropping in for a fast pub grub lunch or a more leisurely evening dinner with family and friends. We look forward to seeing you at the Belfast Lounge, an Irish oasis in Mississauga. Call us at 905-212-9048 for group bookings or to find out our upcoming entertainment schedule. We're located at 5165 Dixie Road at Amco, just north of Eglinton Avenue. The Irish Abbey, Etobicoke's newest Irish pub, invites you down to see what the buzz is all about. Our man is Brendan Dolan and his team guarantee an authentic Irish pub experience. Located at 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just west of Ramfort Avenue, the Irish Sabine is inspired by tradition. The menu is filled with delicious pub grub. Enjoy the warm interior decor that includes a large bar area and a variety of cosy spots to call your own. There's even a large patio outside if you're looking for a bit of fresh air. There's a lovely private room called the Centennial. It has a fireplace, a 60-inch flat screen that can be used for meetings, a great spot for hosting special events, team or association gatherings. Drop in any time and say hello to Brendan and his friendly bunch or give them a call at 416-695-9178. And don't forget to check out theirishabean.com for the schedule of weekly live entertainment. So off you go to 5555 Eglinton Avenue West, just west of Ramfort Avenue. The Irish Abean, you won't be disappointed. There How you about go. that now? Deadly buzz. <laughs> <laughs> we were just an, talking about that, weren't we? here a little bit, didn't we? <laughs> right. Ah, uh, yeah, good stuff. Well, so we'll we have... have uh, we do. We? We've, uh, Sean Higgins will be calling in here in a wee bit, talking about the C&E Eamon O'Loughlin Scholarship uh, yeah. recipient. And uh, there's some good little tie-ins, too. We're involved in uh, Irish Project Hope. Right. We had Ethna in studio last weekend, and we are talking about that. And we're doing some fundraising, of course, in the community. So... Um, we just want to highlight that again, yeah. folks. If you'd like to make a donation, uh, you can get actually a tax receipt for it in over $25, but you can send your checks into Irish Project Hope at the Holy Rosary Parish, 354 St. Clair Avenue West in Toronto. And the postal code there is M5P1N4. Yeah. And we're just uh, awaiting the paperwork to get cleared. Yeah. And we're bringing in uh, some families uh, that we will uh, that will help out. Yeah. All right. And we'll put that uh, link up on our site. It as is well, on there already under the news section. Oh, man, yourself. The, there's yeah, a, there's yeah, also, yeah, I'll tell you, we're all over it. Yeah, because there is a, if you want to do it the electronic way, which would be the new fancy way of doing it. It's very easy. It's about three steps. And Mr. O'Brien has all those steps outlined on that. So you just point and click and you can get it all done there to donate your uh, your funds there. We'd really appreciate it. We've already had a very, very generous uh, donation of uh, $30,000. And we know that there's been more coming in. The Irish Cultural Society has donated $5,000. So we're very appreciative of that. And uh, there's been some other folks uh, sending, uh, sending us money in as well. Now, so. will, we, will we talk to Sean Higgins now or will we do a bit of music? What do you think? I think we should uh, talk to Sean Higgins if he's on the line. We'll, uh, we'll have a chat with him. He's in. Good That's morning, good. Sean. How are you? 
I'm good, gentlemen. How are you? Ash, we're uh, great. Good morning, yeah. Sean. How are you doing, pal? No loss on us at all. Listen, you've uh, you've some good news. You're you're giving out money on this scholarship thing now for uh, the Eamon O'Loughlin C and E scholarship to uh, to a couple of individuals. Tell us a little bit about it. Yes, the Eamon O'Loughlin Schol- scholarship is a uh, fifteen hundred dollars scholarship, and we give out two of them. And the uh, there were two ladies won this year, and uh, not that men are are. Uh, <laughs> Any less important at the C and E, of course. You know. No, of course, of course, yeah. Of course, yeah. No discrimination down there at all. No, but the uh, the, the ladies won uh, two wonderful students. Um, uh, the, the, their essays were amazing. I know that. Uh, I, I think you might have one posted on your website, even. Yeah, I'm going to put that up there today for sure. Yep, and uh, it, it was uh, the fabulous submissions, and and all of them were. Uh, it, it's. Uh, it's wonderful to sit and go through them, and you just marvel at, at, and I've said this before, you just marvel at the, the, the kids and how hard they work and the volunteerism and the passion they have. And the passion they have for this country is incredible. Yes, indeed, and, yeah. And I know we're about to get a, a few more people, uh, new Canadians, who will have the same passion. That's right. You're spot on. Yeah, I think uh, that the timing of this is... is uh is great altogether. I mean, uh, when I when I read this young lady's uh, essay, and I'm, I'm going to read a few lines of it here, you know, before we close the show today, because it, it does mean so much. And with all these new families coming here, uh, it, the sentiments are so so true in it. So, uh, and we all know how, how proud Eamon was of uh, of being Canadian, of course, as well. So, it's uh, it's fitting, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, it, he would have been uh, all over this. Madeline is all over it as well. Yes. I know. I, I spoke to her the other night, and, and uh, she's with uh, a group that uh, just adopted uh, two and uh, two families. And uh, it, it, we talked about how Eamon would have loved to have been part of this. Yes, for sure. His uh, his spirit is there with us on on this committee, and uh, w- there's no doubt about that. So the two uh, the two young ladies. One is from Hamilton, Julie Denraj, if I'm saying that right. Yep. And uh, Danielle Magri from Brampton are the two uh, the two recipients. Yes. Wonderful. Yes, and and lovely uh, lovely people as well. One uh, one headed up the uh, lost and found. Very uh, good. So you can imagine how many people lose things at the CNE. I've lost some things there that I'll never get back. I've lost a lot of money. Uh, well, I yeah. never get that back though. <laughs> no, well, come and see us. Maybe we can help you. Uh, I know the casino's looking for you. <laughs> good, good, good. Excellent. That's great. Well, well done, Sean, and uh, fair play to you for uh, for keeping aim and spirit going in this, and uh, you and the CNE down there doing great work. Well, thank you very much, and uh, keep the show going. It's been great. Thanks, Thanks a million, Sean. Sean. Well done. Have we a great Christmas, right. Sean. That's great. Now, uh, the... Uh, Eamon O'Loughlin, sure, his legacy. His oh. legacy lives on, Honest right? To God, yeah, it's a great thing. Yeah. Anyway, so listen, when I do the music, what usually happens is Joe Dolan tunes. Oh, boy. And put Joe Dolan with Christmas, and this is what you get. You get Oh, Holy Night. Oh, holy night The stars are brightly shining It is the night of the great Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining Till he appeared and 
and the soul felt its worth A thrill of hope The weary world rejoices For yonder breaks A new and glorious morn over 250 years of brewing tradition and a widget the widget makes every can of guinness guinness oh lord that's a great sound isn't it it would wouldn't it (laughs) (laughs) anyway as usual at this time of the year folks the old guinness calendar of events is a bit quiet but uh, the one major announcement as i mentioned off the top is the ipoy yeah Nominations are due in before the end of uh, the year, that is December 31st, to uh, Cormac and his committee. Send them an email at ipoytoronto at gmail.com and send in your nomination for uh, for Irish Person of the Year. Uh, a couple of other just uh, quick ones, but they're well out into, uh, into next year. The Montreal Centenary Commemoration, 1916. They'll be having an event on Friday, March the 18th. And uh, Vancouver is also having uh, an event, and that's on in April the 23rd. And, of course, you can get all that information at SaturdayIrishRadio.com. And uh, you can quiet, go there. Huh? Oh, yeah. Very quiet. People will be shutting things down I now. I thought you were going to announce a golf tournament or something. <laughs> <laughs> no go- Although we have the weather. We could be out. Eddie oh, Brett was telling me he was out golfing last week. Yes. The nerve of them, huh? Ireland person of the year, huh? Yes. The raining. The raining Ireland person of the year out golfing. Out there last night. Yeah. Who was golfing? 
Yeah, he was golfing last week. Oh, my God. Fair play to him. Um, listen, I, I'm going to read just a couple of uh, lines from uh, from this lady, uh, Julia Denraj, and her uh, personal uh, opinion statement about the Canadian flag, because I do think it's uh, it's relevant. Um, she, she goes on, she says here, Undeniably, the Canadian flag has the distingu- distinguished honour of being one of the most iconic flags in the world and a beacon of hope illuminating our war-torn world. With its simple motif, yet profound beauty that even a child can relate to, the Canadian flag is distinct and unforgettable for refugees and immigrants like herself. It hurls the dawn of freedom, tolerance and opportunities for a better life. As such, the maple leaf on the Canadian flag aptly fits the adage of turning over a new leaf for those of us desirous of starting life afresh. And I'll post that that full essay uh, later on, folks. But uh, fabulous, some fabulous words, especially for some of the uh, the Syrian families uh, coming and that have arrived this week, which is... uh, Great to see, and yes. uh, again, don't forget Project uh, Irish Project Hope, yeah. and uh, you can get all the details on our website, SaturdayIrishRadio.com. The, the doors are open, Kenny. The, yeah, yeah, they are indeed. And I want to throw a big shout out. Uh, we have uh, an actor in the family. Uh, my young nephew, Mark Tracy, is uh, he's in the Panto at the Hawksville Theatre in Sligo tonight in the Peter Pan. At the Hawk. Huh? Huh? Go on, Mark. He's listening that? in over there in Sligo now, and he better put on a good performance. <laughs> the pressure is on now. All right. I'll be home to look for your autograph one of these days. I get an awful abuse in that Joe Dolan song, just so you know. Well, you should. The I used to play football with Declan Kiernan. It's dreadful. He says someone should shoot Joe Dolan. <laughs> so I had to break the news to him. He's dead already. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be very hard. Anyway, well, we'll go on with a bit of music here before we finish her off here. And this is a tune, uh, a Midlands tune, The Curra of Kildare. Oh, deadly. Summer's come at last And the birds They are singing In the trees Their little Hearts are glad But mine Is very sad For my true Love is far Away from Upon the briar By the waters Running clear Brings joy To the linnet And the bee Their little Hearts are blessed But mine Can know no rest Since my true Love is far Straight I will repair to the color of Kildare, for it's there I'll find tidings of my dear. A livery I'll wear, and I'll comb. 
Curra of Kildare now. I used to go to nightclubs up in the Curra of Kildare there at the odd time. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, it's a great part of the country altogether. Out in the field. Play like a bit of soccer, a bit of football up there. Go away. Brings back the memories. So listen, 11.57 and uh, time to shut her down here for another show. Imagine that. You know uh, that uh, Frank Sinatra would have been 100 today. Yeah, did you? I caught a bit of the show there on show. Uh, TV there. Yeah. Love a bit of Frank. Do yeah. you, don't tell me you have him here on the show now. I don't, the music, no, no, I don't. But we're going to go out with Ave Maria, and, and it's not right. him singing it. So, no. But I just I just thought I'd mention oh, Frank okay. Sinatra, one of the great... My, gra- my grandfather would have been 100 as well this year. Would he? Yeah. Today? No. Oh. <laughs> In August. All right. He was a wee bit older than Frank. But, I mean, he would have been 100. Yeah, I mean, since you're man. going on about it anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, folks. Slán Guiv Galer. Slán, folks. Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m.